You're listening to the Stream Grace Network. Welcome into Rick and Travis Unsupervised, brought to you by Oneness Ministries, a grace-based, hope-filled, spirit-led counseling and life coaching ministry. To learn more, go online to oneness-ministries.org. Hey, everybody. Hello. Guess what time it is? It is time to be unsupervised. It is time for Rick and... Travis. To be unsupervised. Travis, Travis, Travis. (laughs) Life Coaching Ministries. That can be... Where do you see that? On the the person that introduced us. Oh, oh, yeah, life coaching. Yes. We just met with a guy this week who's a business coach. Yeah, business is not quite as important as life. That sounds like an important job, life coaching. Yeah. It's needed. Life coaching is needed. And sometimes counseling and... Oh, yeah. Sometimes just Very have, needed. Just the experience of life. I need counseling after my vasectomy. <laughs> what? <laughs> you, you, had, you, had, you went under the knife? It was... Uh, well... Rick, I've seen a lot of things in my life. I've experienced a lot. Being in the Marines? Yeah. Uh, it was probably one of the most terrible, <laughs> <laughs> most t- terrible, horrifying events of my life. Did they put you to sleep? No. Or? You had to watch? No, I didn't. I mean, I could have. I've heard. Anyways, I got a friend who said he watched. I think he got a mirror and watched. No, no, no. no. It was horrible. Um. Fortunately, I'm old enough that I don't have to worry about that anymore. I was sweating, and my back was arched and every muscle tensed for about 30 minutes. Did it hurt? Not not so much pain. I don't want to get Just too, embarrassment? No. I didn't even care. <laughs> no, none of that. Uh, I don't want to get too much detail, I guess. It just felt like... It felt like he... Couldn't see very well, so he took some salad tongs and pulled them up close so he could look. And then started stabbing. He used actual salad tongs? I don't know what he was using. That's what it felt like. It felt like he was sitting about four feet away Uh and needed to get closer, so he just grabbed and pulled. Something. Yeah. Uh, And then, yeah. It was was pretty... There wasn't any sharp pains, really. I mean, he did have to keep deadening it because I guess he didn't give me enough numbing medicine. But you just say, "Shoot it here in my head." Yeah, I was close. <laughs> I was close to calling the whole thing off in the middle of it. <laughs> I changed A my few mind. Times. Yeah, <laughs> St- just stop. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty horrible. Oh no, thank you. No, thank you. Well, I mean, I guess it's. I don't know. Yeah, I mean it's worth it, but and Candy's you know high risk pregnancy and she technically almost died I think with one of our kids and uh, so so she almost died and you're complaining about Rick I sacrificed for my family <laughs> <laughs> it was it was horrible <laughs> so anyways let's move on I don't like where this is going. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Uh, Fortunately, I don't have to. I don't have any horror stories like that to tell you. Well, I did have. Well, I'm not going to. Yeah. Oh. 
<laughs> Sounds like I something had, you should probably I share. Had, um, <laughs> I, I think, I, you, ever, you know who Jim Gaffigan is? Yes. He was, he did this thing. He's, he was out of town. And when he got home, his wife says, I have a colonoscopy set up for you. And uh, just so you know, I have, a, I have you an appointment. And his response was, well, just so you know, I'm not going. <laughs> yeah. And then he says, and then while I was sitting in the doctor's office, <laughs> yeah, he said, I wonder how these guys get into this. Yeah. Doing this is said somebody must have offered him a, a career in photography. <laughs> <laughs> you like photography? I got a career for you. That's yeah. hilarious. So I had that happen. But they put you to sleep. So yeah. you have no idea. I had that happen like a few months before this. Yeah. Because turns out it was my gallbladder, but they were trying to figure out what was going wrong with me. Mm. But yeah, that wasn't so bad. They yeah, well, but then they found something, so they had oh, to do yeah. surgery. Yeah. So I think they hung me upside down <laughs> <laughs> with my legs spread <laughs> as far apart and cut something. Yeah. Just went to work. <laughs> but well, my wife didn't almost die, so I don't have that story to. Well, it's been put it up. Against. I needed to, and then with her. There's all this talk of birth control pills, medicine being right. linked to cancer, and she's got that whole thing she's messing with. So I was like, okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's, I'll. Seems the least I can do. Cancer and almost dying from childbirth. I'll, yeah. I'll suffer. Yeah. So, I mean. And you did. You know, Rick, I'm just a normal guy like everyone else. That's I'm, exactly. I'm not, uh, not a hero, just a normal guy. Yeah. Put my pants on one leg at a time, just like, well, sometimes I jump into both. But, <laughs> but they have leg. to be laying flat on them. <laughs> so I do have a topic for today. Okay. Um, what do you want to do when, what do you want to be when you grew up? Hmm. When you were a kid? Uh, you know, realistically... <laughs> I don't, I don't, that was, I think that's part of my problem is I never really, I was like, well, I got time to figure that out. I got time to figure that out. I mean, I wanted to be the normal, like, what every kid wants to be at one point, like a fireman, cop, professional athlete, but there wasn't just something, but then I guess do kids ever go, I'm going to be an accountant, you know, yeah. it's needed and important. And once you get to that age, you're like, yeah, that'd be a good profession. But the only, I think the only way that somebody would want to be an accountant or something like that is that their dad was doing that. Yeah, I was interested in photography for a while. And I still, it's still fun. Uh-huh. And I enjoy it. But, and I planned on doing, I thought I was going to do that for a while. Is just take over his business. Mm-hmm. But then you go, <laughs> it was kind of, uh, <clears throat> I swear, he was very encouraging, but... Going with him and taking pictures with him was kind of discouraging because we would see something and he'd be like, oh, this is neat, and take a few pictures. And I would take a few pictures, the same thing, mm-hmm. try to copy what he did. And then we'd look at him and I'd be like, mine doesn't look anything like yours. <laughs> His would look like a piece of art. <laughs> mine looked like a disposable camera took it. <laughs> but you see, that's experience. 
Yeah. That's experience. Yeah. That's knowing the equipment. Yeah. Knowing shutter speed, knowing and aperture, composition and, and lighting and all of that stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's all learned. I did. I became what I wanted to be when I grew up. Always, always wanted to be an artist. Yeah. Ever since I can remember, I wanted to be an artist. So I did that. I was a professional artist for 25 years. Maybe I, when I retire from my uh, trophy husband, disabled veteran job, mm-hmm. I may 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 uh, get a hobby. I think woodworking, I used to enjoy woodworking. Woodworking's fun. And I mean, I just to, to be an artist, you have to have like, kind of have to, to some degree, not, I mean, you can learn a lot and experience a lot, but artists are people that there's at least a part of it that you're born like, with maybe okay. the desire or I, I compare it to playing the piano. You can learn to play the piano and you can get really, really good at it. But there are a few guys who can take that instrument and compose with it. Yeah. And that's where the art part comes in. That's yeah. that thing that you're born with that makes you hear stuff in your head and then be able to write it down or right. and make music with that. Yeah, uh, there is there is something uh, you know. I don't I don't know if I call it call it talent or whatever, but it's all about it's all about getting people emotionally involved yeah. in what you produce. There is a cool. <clears throat> I think it's a gifting because in all whether it's music, you know, painting, pottery, sculpting, photography, whatever. When it there's something to it because. Being in the recovery world, I've seen a lot of artists. I've been friends with a lot of people who are very talented. They tend to be a lot in the, um, I think it's a personality type. Because mm-hmm. um, there's a lot in the substance abuse world, which is. No, I get that because sometimes you can't, stuff hap- stuff is happening in my head and sometimes you can't get it to stop. Yeah. The creative process is just like, it can be overwhelming. Yeah. And so you maybe drink or take drugs just to get it to stop. There, I've, I've met some incredibly talented guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, musically or just uh, guys that could do things with just a pencil and a napkin sitting there that you're just yeah. like, wow. Yeah. Just incredible. Yeah. Just amazed by different things that people can But can I got do. to do it. The thing you have to be careful of in the visual arts, which is where I was, and I'm sure this is true for uh, music, is not believing the press releases too much. Because the press releases are designed to get people to impress people with who you are and what you do. And you, I really have to be careful not to believe that stuff because then it makes me something I'm not. I, like you just said, I'm just a normal guy. Mm. And I have this skill set that I get to, that I got to use to make a living with. There's some good stuff. Did you do the art in the stairway? The abstract? Yes. Yeah. See, I can, so abstract is about composition and stuff, right? Right. It's, would, it's the same. Would leading lines be in there? Kind of, no? Well, I guess it depends on what the, what you have. Yeah. Because that would have to be something, well, this is a con- this is a conversation, I guess, for later. I'm just wondering about because I can appreciate some abstract stuff mm-hmm. like that. I like that. There's like a lighter thing that <laughs> it attracts my eye, mm-hmm. but some stuff I'm like, I don't know, I don't get it. Just because it's 
all of my abstracts. See, I began as a bird illustrator. Oh, that'd be. And that was fun. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. And then I decided to put birds in their environment. So I learned to paint the landscape. And I was blown away by the landscape. Yeah. And if I don't know if you, you pay much attention to my abstract work, it's all landscape stuff. That one looked like mountains. Yeah. It's all landscapes. Ooh. So there's an idea behind most abstract? Mm -hmm. Well, you, I. Or just it, yours. What you, I, I'm, I'm sure there, there are. I'm sure there are thoughts behind every piece of art because you got to have a plan. You got to have some place to go. Mm, yeah. It's cool stuff. Well, thank you. I like all of it. I enjoy abstracts because it's really, really fast. Mm -hmm. You could charge a lot of money for it. <laughs> <laughs> now my dad does, he did portrait photography forever, had a portrait studio, but he said he did portraits to support his habit mm -hmm. of landscapes and wildlife. And he's been, I have, a, I have a friend who's a really, really good wildlife photographer. Mm -hmm. He does awesome uh, bird portraits. Mm -hmm. Oh, they're so good. See, my dad's been ever from Alaska down to the southern tip of South America and See, taking be, pictures of mountain. He's won an international award for one. And it was something where he was, um, everyone was taking pictures of these mountain ranges, and he was with a group, and I think he was maybe one of the kind of helping with the instructor part or something because he used to help do some things for PP of A and stuff, but people are taking pictures of this mountain range and there was an old, it kind of was a prairie land behind them and an old farmhouse. Mm -hmm. And he turned around and started taking pictures of the prairie land behind him. And uh, everyone else was taking pictures of the big mountains. Well, that was the picture that he got some big awards for. And I guess that's just knowing like, Hey, that would be cool too. Yeah, seeing it, being able to see, it's all about painting and photography, especially if you're doing representational type of work. It's all about being able to see it mm -hmm. and see that there's something there. That would be one of the ultimate jobs to have, I think, is to to do just to create because that's fun. I have gotten in the creative mm -hmm. mind state mindset before. It's addicting. When you're working on something, you're like, until it's finished, I'm doing this. Yeah, well, the problem is sometimes you're your worst, own worst critic. Mm -hmm. It's never good enough. Right. I've always struggled with it. Just not good enough. Yeah. So. It makes sense. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, I still I, paint. I just don't do it professionally. Yeah, well, with something like that, I think you probably always would, right? Mm -hmm. Like, my dad still takes pictures. He's retired, but he still has the software. And the cameras and still takes pictures. Yeah. It's fun. It's a lot of fun, especially if you get to travel to do it. So the point of the question is that you really didn't know what you wanted to do when you were a kid. Now you're grown up. Still don't know what I want to do. <laughs> but you have a really serious job in raising your kids because your wife has the real job. Yeah. Air quotes, the real job. Yeah. But... Doing what you do gives you an appreciation for um, wives that stay home and work. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, and it's just different. I mean, just the, the way things have worked and this season in life. And it's also given me a lot of time to, I mean, yes, my kids are my passion, but I want to help people. Um, and I have the ability to, like, I've got... 
guys who I'm working with right now who, you know, call me during the day and I can talk to them. Um, I can go and meet with people and not during the day exactly, but I have more time to help people with stuff going on in their life. Yeah. So. Well, you're young enough. You have time. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, sometimes the, the pride and ego part will still kind of, kind of hit me. And, and a lot of it's just society and what everyone says I should be doing by this age and at this time and uh, all that. But I mean, I had a good career. Uh, it changed. <laughs> and then just with the way things have been unfolding. Um, Whoops. That was me. It sounded like your underwear rip. <laughs> nope. That, that's not what happened. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, no, the way things, things have worked out, that's just where I'm at today, and it's awesome. I get the chance to get, be close with my children. Yep. It's very cool. I'm not dissatisfied with my life. I have a great life. No, no, I'm not. Yep. Not at all. Hey, thanks, Travis. Thank you, Rick. And thank you guys for listening. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Yep. The rest of your day. May it be... Merry. Merry. <laughs>